Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. And then once you come home, how do you oh, feel yeah. after that? I think that's like so telling. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, so telling. Do you feel rejuvenated? Like, you feel like the conversations were great. You felt like supported. You felt like you could support your friend. Do mm-hmm. you feel like that, or do you feel like that was the longest like couple hours of my life? I, know. I couldn't wait to get out of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that, dreading it. Did I hate it? Yeah, I think that's really telling. Honestly, I would say that it hasn't been until adulthood that I really started to appreciate my female friendships. I totally agree. I don't think until like the last couple of years, really, I've appreciated all like my female friendships and like what they mean to me and how much of a support system I have with all my female friends. Yeah, because it's also that they don't – I recognize that it doesn't feel like I get the same support from everyone. And I have learned to understand and really appreciate the skills that each of my friends have and their yeah. own strengths. And I think that before I used to look at friendships that it was almost like blanket, that all our friends are the same way, my female friends are all the same. But now there's so many differences that what I can get from one friend – And what I'm able to give to a certain friend is so different depending on the person and depending on who they are. And so I'm really excited today to talk a little bit more in depth about how we can appreciate our friendships and also just the uniqueness of female friendships and how maybe we can start to, um, yeah, appreciate those more too and not take those for granted as much. Because I definitely feel that we do at times, especially I have. So, yeah, I think this is a good topic to think about. Honestly, I don't think we've ever talked about this, even with each other. I think we've, like, maybe hit on it a little bit here and there, but not, like, dived into it. So I'm excited to talk about it, too, because I think what you said recently, too, like, I realized that, like, all my friends or my female friends that I go to, like, are just so supportive of me and I've always been, like, my personal like cheerleader and Mm -hmm. like the support that I get from my friends and like the support I also give as a friend I feel like you know it makes so much of a difference and it like helps us grow as individuals because of the people in your circle that are supporting you and like cheering you on and want want you to succeed and it's like great that to have that kind of um, support system Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I just also think it's really sad because I know so many people don't have that. 
And maybe they can hear this episode and be like, wow, how can I start to cultivate friendships that have that? Because I also think the flip side of female friendships that can be really complicated is it can be competitive. There can be jealousy. Like there can be toxicity within friendships, like with two females as well. And it can create a dynamic that's just overall unhealthy. But I think that for us, we've taken some steps to be able to step away from dynamics that we felt were like that. But I also want to normalize that it's really common. So if you notice yourself thinking and hearing some of this and being like, oh, this doesn't relate to me, instead of comparing yourself and thinking that, oh, I'm not good enough, this doesn't relate to me, think about, okay, these are the kind of friendships that I want to cultivate. How can I start to find friendships that meet these needs for me? And it's not as much about, you know, comparing yourself, but it's like finding what works for you. 100%. I think you like hit the nail on the head with that one by this can be relatable for anyone listening because Mm -hmm. like sometimes you don't know where to start like building your community it's so hard especially with what stage you are in your life that you can maybe feel a little bit lonely because you feel like you don't have that community Mm -hmm. that you see other people having and sometimes i think the feeling of being like lost and you know lonely can can bring up like a lot of shame and stuff as well and you feel like you can't like talk about that or like don't have people to talk about that but I think that there's so many people that can relate to that and can find a way to build that community for themselves yeah exactly and then we feel something is wrong with us so I really want to just like hone in that yeah it's not that everybody has that but how can we find ways to be able to cultivate what is meaningful for us Mm -hmm. so I guess we can start with thinking about well so I don't even know how to start with saying this so on our podcast we talk a lot about relationships we talk a lot about friendships I think any listeners who they can say that that's like a theme for us because I mean relationships and friendships are like the core of what make us who we are and also of our how we're doing and our well-being but when we were So I want to say that's why we have those conversations. But Ravish and I also personally have a lot of those conversations on our own. Like, for example, we recently were spending time together and we were in the car and we had talked really in depth about analyzing friendships and relationships and in our lives, the ones that we've had in the past. Um, And I think that's a practice that we do that is really unique that a lot of people don't do. But why do you think that's so important to do that and to take a step back, analyze the relationships in your life, how it benefits you, how it doesn't? So one, why do you think that's so important? And two, why do you think then people don't do it enough? Okay, so I think it's really important to take a step back and analyze your relationships because you can figure out how um, certain relationships or like, you know, like your friendships are serving you and how you're serving them. Mm -hmm. And Maybe if you're feeling a little lost or not sure about certain things that are going on in your life, sometimes when you take a step back and be like, I feel like I need to talk to someone about it and I want to talk to a friend, usually you have a go-to person for that or like, or someone that you know that if you go reach out to them and they will like talk to you about it, you know that you will get some kind of result from it. And sometimes, though, when we don't take a step back and analyze that, I think we can feel kind of burnt out, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, like with your friendships. You can maybe sometimes feel you're not getting what you want from that friendship, but not realizing why or like not taking that moment to be like, oh, yeah, something's a little off there. So that's why I think it's important to do that. 
Yeah. Like yeah. taking that step back. Um, and then wait, can you repeat what the why are people then? So it's important that we know that, but why do you think people don't do it enough? I don't think people think that they need to. Yeah. Don't you? Sometimes I feel like it's not the most riveting thing that someone can do for themselves. Like they don't like think about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, and also that it feels uncomfortable because I think people are nervous to think like undercover when they for the practice of their needs because then we don't nor like we don't we haven't been normalized to think how can we take a step back and see if things are even making us happy or are meeting our needs. But also it's really scary to do that because I, at least when I've done that, I've been like so many times, wow, like these people haven't shown up for me or this hasn't been really making me happy and realizing these things like I wouldn't have realized if I didn't take the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And that can be really scary. How would you recommend or not recommend? I don't know what the word is. How would you want, like, say someone hasn't taken a step back and, like, um, analyze, like, some of their friendships. How, where would you tell them to start? Mm-hmm. I would say to start just thinking how relation, how people make you feel, like, after you hang out with them, when you're texting them back, when their name pops up on your phone. Like what feeling comes up for you? And even if it's hard to identify this feeling particularly, is it a positive? Is it something that feels good? Is it something that feels negative or like unpleasant? Just like starting Mm -hmm. there. How does it have you feel? Because the way we feel and our reactions we have to people, that tells us so much about if our needs are being met or not. Yeah. One of the things that comes to mind too is when you spend maybe some time with them and then once you come home, how do you oh, feel yeah. after that? I think that's like so telling. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, so telling. Do you feel rejuvenated? Like, you feel like the conversations were great. You felt like supported. You felt like you could support your friend. Do mm-hmm. you feel like that? Or do you feel like that was the longest like couple hours of my life? I, I couldn't wait to get out of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think like, that. Like dreading it. Did I hate it? Yeah, I think that's really telling. And then you can figure out why then that's happening like what do you think you if that is that something that can be changed is that mm-hmm. something you feel like you can like have a conversation about yeah. or is it something you need to maybe start drawing a boundary with exactly exactly like how we feel and how people make us feel is again just the biggest the biggest clue for where our needs are because so many times we just say yes to plans we just do things because we feel we quote unquote should when it's like we don't have to do anything (laughs) yeah no one is telling us to do anything it's just like we feel the obligation which i feel like like that's one of the tough things about being a woman sometimes is you just feel obligated to say yes to everything Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we feel like bad about ourselves if we don't. That we're, oh, I should have said yes. I should have yeah. done this. And then we feel not great about ourselves. Yeah. Or like, and we're like ignoring our needs because we want to put other people first. But yeah. your needs are so important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I guess what we, so one thing where we should I analyze this weekend, which is so fun, was we had spent time. So basically, a little background on how our weekend went. <laughs> I had stayed with Ravisha and her sister at their apartment. And Raj, my husband, had stayed with his friend in the city. Um, and, and literally nothing was wrong, you guys, with our marriage that we <laughs> really so many people were like, are you guys, why are you staying separately? Is everything fine or whatever? And honestly, it was just that, Raj and I don't come to Chicago that much. We both wanted to spend time with our best friends because that was a big reason we like coming to Chicago. Like he wanted to see his best friend. I wanted to see my best friend. So we were like, 
we'll just spend, you know, they have space in their apartments. We'll just stay with each of them. And we all hung out together too during the time, but it was just like, you get more quality time that way. But anyway, so we got to spend more time with like Raj and like his, I guess like his male friendships. And like, we had all our female friendships. We were just thinking about like the differences with them um, and how. Sorry guys. I literally just like had to readjust the way I was sitting and everything just fell on me. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I'm good. Oh my god, but yeah. So <laughs> so sorry to interrupt. Analyzing the differences of the guy. And again, we're staying in from our female perspective. So like this might not be everyone's reaction, but for us, I don't know. One thing that I notice in relationships with and I don't know if it's because women we have the tendency, generally speaking, not everyone, to overthink things. Guys kind of like say and do like whatever's on their mind a little easier than I feel females do like we think really deeply what are they gonna think about it will they be okay when guys can just be telling each other stuff right and even like they don't think twice about it no they just are like yo this happened yeah yeah it was and it was really interesting and that's what Digby and I discussed like oh it's so interesting to hear about like, dynamics with like guys and their friendships versus girls and like how much we worry so much <laughs> Mm-hmm. about like what we say or do every tiny detail they just don't yeah. think about it yeah and I think it's for a good reason though it's like I think it depends like how extreme it is but like I think it's because we're always just like mindful about like one another's needs but then yeah. also n- need to figure out like what we need as well so I think like yeah. sometimes it's like a mix of like your needs and your friends needs and that helps but if you're constantly thinking about your friends needs and not yours then like that can be a little bit of a problem exactly like the balance is what we need to have a bit more in relationships and I don't feel like as women we have that balance a lot of the time we end up feeling so like we don't have those quality friend it is or it's harder to have those quality friendships and I want to read this quote that I sent to Arisha before we got onto this and it was really just kind of has me thinking about what we what we need emotionally in our relationship so this is what it was and it was from um lisa messenger on instagram she's at lisa messenger and it says that women need other women in their lives who think they are a big deal no competition no backhanded comments no jealousy no hate just i love you i support you and there is no one on earth like you kind of energy and that just so stood out to me because that is something that we don't have as much and we're so I think it's also ingrained in us that there's not enough there's not enough seats for all of us at the table right or like we all have to work which we do we have to work harder in some ways societally just because of you know the whatever we that's a different podcast episode <laughs> we do have to work hard for what we have but I think that we have to remember that we have to we can work hard and then other women can work hard and we can support each other it doesn't have to be that like one of us can be on top yeah and like that quote is so great because it's like all you have to do is like show up and let your people know that you're there for them and then you're there cheering them on like everyone is like you know hustling you know and trying to do the best that they can and to have like a support from a friend and being like I'm in your corner like I'm always cheering you on like what how can I support you like that means so much so much even though, like, I'm thinking about you text, like, just those, like, miss yeah. you, I'm thinking about you, like. Yeah, if you know, like, your friend is going through a busy time or, like, things are going on, like, to just, like, shoot him a text being, like, 
here for you anything you need like just yeah. you know like that I think that those kinds of texts mean so much more than you not saying anything and then exactly. expecting to have like to see them in person or whatever and then tell them I think sometimes you should just say how you're feeling and like how you want or like how you can just show that you're there for them even exactly though, like, it's not because like we're not in that stage anymore where you need to be texting back and forth all the time or like yeah. be in the know of like what's going on all the time like there's times where like I haven't spoken to Divya about maybe some professional things that she's doing but I know what's kind of in the background so I'll do a quick check and oh this is so great that you're doing that or like yeah just letting her know that I'm acknowledging that she's doing like these great things and I want her to know and it's okay that we haven't like fully talked about it yet yeah yeah and I think just having the realistic expectations of that is that you know, life is busy and we're not always going to be able to talk about everything. But just because you don't have an in-depth conversation, you can still acknowledge it. Like, I feel I used to be this way very heavily in my friendships that it's like, unless they told me about it and talked to me about it, I can't bring it up. And I just don't think with how busy life is and in adult friendships that that um, those rules work. It's just like not realistic. Your friends can't talk to you about every single freaking thing going on in their lives. They're busy. They have their things they're managing. And, you know, when you know about it, then that's okay. You can bring it up. Like people don't have to have a personalized conversation to tell you everything that's happening in like every small area of their life. I'm not saying in general, like don't talk to your friends about anything, but I used to really overthink that, oh, unless they brought this up to me, they like I shouldn't bring it up type of thing. And I don't think that has to apply, especially the older we get and the busier we get. So I really appreciate that you brought that up because I think that's like a rule many people play by that just isn't isn't realistic. Yeah, and why do you think that is so common? I just think that as women, we, and, and so many of what we've been just like conformed with society to do and also like these roles, these implicit and explicit roles that have been placed on us are around like caretaking and analyzing each other's needs and kind of putting ourselves second and just like really this thing of the overanalyzing that oh what quote-unquote should I do what quote-unquote should I say that we end up getting in our own heads like in a way that from a young age many of us depending on like the way that we were raised but I think that's kind of like a general rule in terms of what the female role in society is but the intensity we feel that is a lot stronger depending on, I don't know how like women roles in our families. But I think the overall underlying is around caretaking and really overanalyzing and people pleasing and showing and kind of putting our needs aside. And so we do that in our friendships too and overanalyze things and it doesn't end up really serving us. Yeah. And like to go off that point too like which was like really well said i think sometimes we just assume a lot too yeah communicating oh my god we make so many assumptions yeah we're always assuming that the other person mm -hmm. is good or like they don't need me or i don't need to be checking in because yeah. they haven't said anything to me and i find that funny because like i feel like women are just so tough on women sometimes you know yeah. and if you're feeling a certain way and you would feel like, oh, I would want them to check on me, then you should go and check on them as yeah. well. Like it shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm just assuming like that's not what they want. Yeah. It's How do you know? Two -way street. Yeah. You don't know. And sometimes that can cause more hurt. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I think we just like shoot ourselves in the foot so many times in our friendships when 
we are trying to assume what they need. And we have to remember like our role as women, it does not have to always be assuming what everyone needs, caretaking for those around us. And that it can be that we just bluntly ask what people need. Like it doesn't make us less of a person. It doesn't make us less of a friend. It doesn't mean that we're less intuitive. It just means that we're just being clear and upfront. Mm-hmm. And that has been something I've had to unlearn in a lot of my female friendships of of like needing to like mind read for my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I feel that, again, it comes so much down to what we're socialized to do, but it's a different dynamic than what I've I've observed men to do in their relationships. Like they don't have this like mind reading game as much as the females do. Like they're not like, oh my God, they're not gonna they're not saying they're gonna be like oh I don't know how, like how um, my friend's gonna respond back or like I'm scared to like what about the response they don't give a crap at all <laughs> because they're like either way it'll be fine like no one no one will be hurt no <clears throat> and if they do they're just like yo bro sorry about it and they're like totally <laughs> fine bro and then they're like talking about sports the next second and I'm like just not saying everyone I that's like the snapshot of Roger's text messages <laughs> he's our little example today and oh he's our example for everything he's probably gonna listen to this episode and be like what like but i mean he, it's, it's accurate i'm not sharing an accurate info but just giving him a um, little bit this is a fun fact that i read which is like interesting that female friendships last an average of 16 years which is six years longer than the average romantic relationship you know i'm not surprised by that and i also want to think that's why 100 percent that goes back to our episode on friendship breakups why they can be so hard and we just are like why is it so hard for me why does it matter well Mm -hmm. no crap that it matters like of course it matters you know yeah and I feel like sometimes like when I read that quote the feeling that came up for me is that wow I really maybe take advantage of the friendships I have sometimes and like don't realize how important they are to me and how much they've served me and how like you know, um, effort I've put in and effort I've get, gotten back. And, you know, that's so important. And to just recognize yeah. that and be like, just appreciative. And like, I've just felt gratitude really when like, I read that because I was like, oh yeah, like sometimes you don't realize that these relationships, you have like such strong women in your community, like mean so much. I know. And that they're all like so smart and amazing. That's another thing. I'm just like, when I look back at a lot of my friends, I'm like, whoa, they're like such badasses and they're so cool. But yeah. we again don't take the time to slow down and just appreciate it. Yeah. Or even like to send the text in and be like, I'm so proud of you. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And that just like means the world when we can do that. I guess like we can go into what we can do more in our friendships to strengthen those female friendships and really bring out what are these amazing components that make a, a friendship and the first one I'm thinking about which is just kind of going off what you just said is like being open and saying that wow you really inspired me with this or you know I appreciate when you did xyz why don't we talk about that more I think it's sometimes so hard to give each other a compliment or just acknowledge something that they're doing that's just like so great I realized that too I used to like withhold that stuff but recently I've been trying to just like be like that's amazing. You're doing so great. Like you should just keep yeah. going. Like, like you're doing amazing, sweetie. Keep yeah, going. <laughs> I think words of affirmation like that mean a lot. And sometimes we don't think that we need to be telling our friends that because we're like, oh, they probably already know that. Like we're friends. They already know. But 
actually no they don't so that's why you need to express that Say more something exactly yeah yeah to fully say that because it means the world like when people say things it and acknowledge I I, I always get blown away every single time I'm like well they noticed that or they knew yeah they, they recognize because we just don't think people do but they really yeah do noticing those little things mean a lot yeah yeah they seriously do so starting to do that I would also say like being intentional on what like your friends need what do they need what do you need and and honing into that right it's okay like just like similar to our relationships we have to check in on people's needs and what one person needs and values it might be different than another and so how can you guys all like show up for each other in that yeah another thing I thought of was if sometimes if you're in the same friend group and you're only seeing them in a group setting maybe carve out some time for one-on-one -on -one time if you feel like oh yeah that's what your friend needs or that that's what you need from your friend because like sometimes in group settings it's hard to like have um some me meaningful moments because there are like multiple conversations going on Yeah. and if you're in a social setting like you're not able to talk about like what you want to so maybe carving out like one-on-one -on -one time is a way for you to get that meaningful connection that you want Yeah. or like and for a way for you to state your needs to them and I love that. them for you I think that's important to do Yeah, that's something that I definitely try to do more because I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I'm definitely like, um, it's hard for me. in bigger groups to feel really one-on-one -on -one connected so I do have those relationships where maybe it's quote-unquote like a group of people but then I find it really important for me to stay connected to the people in that group to have some of that one-on-one -on -one time so whether it's like and it's also again it feels so great because you can hone on on what is important to you and that person like you will have things in common like maybe one of them they're really like a foodie and you guys try not a new restaurant. Maybe one of them likes to shop and you guys can go shopping together. You know, another likes coffee. Like I'm just thinking, I'm literally, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of different people and the different activities I do with people, but where it's like, maybe you won't do that as a whole group. Cause not everyone in the groups in stop, but really hone into the things that you can have one-on-one -on -one connections with people. exactly I think that that makes a difference and then like that helps your friendship like be a little stronger in that way as well Yeah. Yeah, because then you're also like thinking about the things that you each find to be helpful and meaningful and being able to hone into that in a way that otherwise you won't be able to. yeah and if you're like sitting Um, here listening to this right now and like you have a like a friend in mind or multiple friends in mind that you feel like you could text or just reach out to like, this is your sign to do so Yeah, like it do would it. mean it means so much to your friend and I think it would make you feel a bit better about your relationship and what kind of friend that you're being <clears throat> yeah we don't like think enough about how other people are going to feel by it and being like wow that person actually would probably really appreciate if I did this yeah exactly it means a lot yeah well I think like holding into that and then also remembering that you know again there's room for everyone at the table like there doesn't have to be it's not doesn't have to be a competition and even <clears throat> what you have with one friend can be really meaningful and you could have another thing with another friend like no Yeah. two friendships are the same we don't need to compare one friendship to the other thinking that oh that friend and that friend they Yeah. do this together so I should do that it just it's not how it works like it's what works for you Yeah, and you're connected to these multiple friends for a reason, and that connection mm -hmm. is not like the same reason why with each exactly friend. yeah Yeah, it's such an important thing to remember because I think a lot of the time we then compare and feel like, oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. And that only gets in our head and keeps actually more disconnected. So tuning into what we need and what our friends need is really, really key. Yeah, 
Gosh, and we're so talking about this. I appreciate you as my friend. Just want to oh. throw that out there. I appreciate you too. <laughs> it's actually really nice. So we basically, when Davia was here, we did like a group hangout and then everyone had their own dinner plans. Yeah, that's so, so funny. <laughs> Davia and I basically went on our day and that's when we had our one-on-one time. And then after everyone's dinner plans, we reconvened again as a group. And I literally was just thinking about that the other or yesterday I was like that was like so fun for like I, I know like everyone because all of us got our needs met in different ways we were able to meet yeah. this group get that and then we also were able to like do one-on-one but I also really appreciate that we able we were all able to do what we needed without feeling like guilty before I yeah. think like even maybe a decade ago in those in when friendships were not as maybe I don't know emotionally mature be like oh what if they think this or they think that that we did this thing and it's really just like nope this is what I need I'm gonna do my dinner we have it with a different group or I'm doing my thing like one-on-one with my friend or my partner then we'll meet up after and there was like no hard feelings about it too because again we all were just doing what's best for us emotionally and that really gave me this other sense of wow that that's so cool that we're able to recognize our needs and our are each other's needs and our friendships too and just like honor that and support it yeah I felt the same way I was like this is so cool like no one I know like no one cares that everyone has like different things going on because we're all like happy that we're at least like all meeting up after exactly so that was a great thing yeah oh yeah I hope that this episode for you can either one have you text and appreciate the friends in your life and those female friends you have and then also you know, if you are listening and you don't resonate with it a lot, thinking, how can I start to hone into those relationships or who are people I can reach out to? Or how can I, how can I have that? Cause you are deserving of those kind of relationships that feel, feel refreshing and they feel supportive and they feel rejuvenating. And so thinking about ways that you can be able to have that in your life too. Yeah. And don't ever hesitate to reach out to someone where you've been thinking about reaching out, but just like you know, haven't made the move. Like, yeah. making the, there's nothing wrong with making the first move. And more times than not, like, it's a usually positive result by reaching exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. And those are always, it always feels so nice when someone reaches out and you haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, thank you so much for it writing kind of makes, out. Like, a tingly, warm sensation in your it heart. So nice. Yeah. So go, that's your, that's your, that's your, um, your sign. Go do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.